Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, podcast family. Today we are highlighting another KTA client. I know in the past we've uh, we've done uh, Donovan Smith, and obviously the hope here is to be able to put out a podcast episode on each one of my clients, and I think it's just really cool and, and important to give them some extra exposure and, and talk about how great of people they are in addition to how great of basketball players they are. So, um, you know, ultimately I just want uh, this to be an extension of them on the court and uh, let people know why I think that they're going to be successful in life. Uh, in addition to the fact uh, that they will be successful on the basketball floor. So, you know, th- this one is about Anthony green. And uh, of course I'm excited to be just a small part of his journey. It, it's uh it's come with uh, many, many ups and downs, um, but uh, but I, I really want to share with you because I think he has also a pretty unique story. So Anthony is from uh, Quincy, Massachusetts, uh, right outside Boston. He was, uh, when he was a freshman in high school, he was going through like 20 waters a day. And there was a time when he had trouble going up up and down the stairs and he, he really wasn't sure what was going on with his body. And, and then one day in practice, he actually threw up and, and they sent him to the hospital because no one knew what was going on with him. And uh, he ended up going to the ICU and that's when he was diagnosed with type one diabetes. So he was 14 uh, between his freshman and sophomore year in high school when he was diagnosed with diabetes. So obviously it was a, uh, it was quite the game changer for him for the future of his basketball, or, or I guess I should say it could have been a game changer, but obviously he, uh, he decided that he was going to stick with it no matter how many life changes that that was going to bring. Obviously he had to change his diet, his lifestyle and all sorts of things to, uh, to keep track and uh, make sure that he was staying healthy, uh, playing basketball with diabetes. And so, uh, w- once he, once he really hit that growth spurt in high school, uh, he, he obviously looked like a basketball player. You know, he's playing uh, a couple other sports as well. And his coaches were like, look, you know, you have the size and the strength and the skills to be a very good basketball player and play at the next level. And so when he graduated from high school, he was only 17. So he wanted to take an extra year and continue to develop, continue to, to, to get bigger and stronger. And, um, and so he reclassed and he went to uh, the Tilton School for a post-grad year. And, uh, and there he, he just had such a successful post-grad year. He had a lot of schools that were recruiting him. Uh, from kind of all over the place, from from high major down to to, to mid major, and uh, he had you know, VCU, Purdue, URI, BC, uh, DePaul, and he ended up at Northeastern. I think you know he ultimately decided that, that was going to be closer to home. He felt like he could excel both in school and on the court, and uh, and so that's what he chose. He chose Northeastern, and obviously in hindsight, it was a fantastic decision. He had a great four years there. Um, and then, so, so kind of where, where I came into the picture, I guess, I think it was his beginning or maybe the middle of his junior year at Northeastern. Um, I had, uh, obviously I'm kind of having, kind of have an eye out, you know, during the season on guys that I'm going to add to the radar. And 
and a few different people from the Boston area hit me up and they were like, Hey, you should take a look at this kid. You know, he's, he's, he's doing pretty well. He's not, you know, he's not really flying off the, off the charts in regards to scoring 20 points a game or anything, but you know, he was averaging around maybe seven points a game, three or four rebounds, but he was shooting 70% from the floor. And I'm like, I, I got to check this kid out. And so, uh, you know, once I started watching his film, I'm like, yeah, this, this is a guy that can excel at the next level for sure. And so senior year came around and he continued to get better. I think he was averaging closer to nine or 10 points a game, maybe six rebounds a game and, and, and almost hitting 70% from the floor again. And so that's, you know, at that point, I kind of reached out and got connected with him and his family, let him know I was interested in recruiting him um, and representing him at the next level. And, you know, ended up going to a game up in Northeastern and got to meet his, his parents briefly and get to know him a little bit better. So, um, you know, th- that was really when, when I started to, uh, to, to recruit Anthony. And, and ever since then, obviously our relationship has grown a bit. Um, but, you know, we, we, we knew in the conversation that we had is another reason why, you know, I respect him so much is that, look, you know, you're good at basketball, obviously. I think you could play at the next level, um, you know, but I think, I think it would be difficult or it's going to take a year or two for you to really prove yourself because if you're, you know, if you, if you play a big position, whether that's a four or five and Anthony's, you know, Anthony's a five, um, you know, you, you really need to prove it unless you're an NBA radar guy or you're going to get drafted or you're going to go dominate, uh, you know, or, or you're going to go dominate at a, at a G League tryout and make a team that way. If you're going overseas, you really have to prove yourself again. Um, and, and, and especially if you're not like a three point shooter, like a stretch four, which, you know, Anthony could. He, he has the capability of shooting threes, um, which, you know, he, he did a few times. Um, but uh, but anyways, he's not known as a sniper. So so he the, the, he understood the path was going to be tough. And, and we had those conversations. And, you know, I said, we're going to be in the mix for some solid entry level opportunities. Um, but there, there there was also some feedback that I was getting that some coaches were still a bit skeptical for whatever reason. And so we ended up having a couple different options. And I, you know, I advised him. I, I thought that, uh, you know, the second division of Spain was going to be the best fit. And and the second division of Spain is one of the best second divisions in, in, in the world, in Europe, obviously, for, for development. And if you do well there, it could open up many other doors for you. And so he ended up going to, to that team, uh, Coruña in Spain. And uh, I, I think he had, a, he had a solid season. You know, they, he, obviously, there was, there, there was a lot of ups, ups and downs at first. I think, uh, I think it was a challenge for him to kind of manage, you know, being over there, being a pro, how to switch from the college lifestyle to the pro lifestyle, obviously managing his diabetes in a different place. Um, just living in a new country itself is not easy, but I think he did a great job of it. He had some great, uh, great, great staff and teammates there to help him along the way. Uh, and after a couple of months, he, he, he got it, you know. Uh, in, in regards to the season, uh, he he played a he, he played a role on the team. So, you know, he didn't get 25 minutes a game. He only ended up getting 16, 18, some games 20, some games less minutes a game. Um, but he played a great role, and the team ended up making a push for the playoff and had a great season. But then, obviously, things got cut short because of COVID, which was tough. So. He only ended up averaging around four points, four rebounds, which isn't spectacular, but it's solid in that in that league. Uh, he, you know, like I said, he ended up being a pl- uh, a role player, 
and just getting used to that league. And although I think maybe he could have been utilized a little bit more, um, I think he still did good. And that, that's obviously the agent speaking in me. Um, but, but, but I did have a good relationship with the coach and the assistant coach and got great feedback on what he was doing great and what he needed to work on. And, um, you know, once, once COVID hit, I, obviously it was a nightmare, nightmare for players overseas everywhere. And I think Anthony handled it really well. And, you know, like, like many others, you know, this at March of 2020, you know, that was, that, that was a, a turning point for many people. I think it was a, a reality check of, Hey, you know, is this what I want to do with my life? It was a reality check of, Hey, if this doesn't pay the bills for the next year, what am I going to do? Um, and, and it hit a lot of players hard, obviously a lot of agents and coaches and clubs as well. But, um, you know, I think at that point, it was uh, there was a lot of conversations that happened between players and agents of like, hey, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen next. But all we do know is you have to stay ready. And, I'm, and, and, and what I told him was that I'm going to be here for a resource for you. And I just need you to stay ready because maybe you're going back next week. No one knew what this coronavirus situation was. Maybe you're going to go play in a different country for a summer league. Maybe you're going to have to wait it out and then and then go somewhere in the fall of 2020. Um, and so that summer was tough. And, and, and that was tough because obviously budgets were cut and, and opportunities were limited, um, but also because of some of the feedback we were getting from some coaches. And, you know, there was hundreds, there, there were hundreds of no's. You know, coaches thinking Anthony couldn't score enough just because his stats weren't you know, through the roof, or some people said, hey, why he's not playing enough minutes because maybe he's out of shape. And just quite honestly, another an another agent comment here, but just your typical BS from a lot of coaches giving excuses that, um, you know, they just don't, they don't, they don't see, um, a, you know, a high enough score and they just don't want to actually watch film. And, you know, again, maybe that's the agent speaking to me, but it's reality. And, and, and so, um, you know, as an agent, I would rather hear someone say, hey, I don't think he's good at basketball or he can't help fit our, our system uh, versus give excuses. But anyways, um, you know, back to back to Anthony. So, so it was it was humbling for, for him, you know, to hear some of this feedback. And and I'm always I'm always transparent with my guys. It's like I'm not going to tell them that, yeah, we're good. Just stay patient if I'm getting terrible feedback. And so we had that conversation about some coaches thinking he was out of shape or overweight or not scoring enough. And he just used that as fuel. Like he, he, he honestly just used that as fuel and um, simultaneously staying ready and, and putting in the work. He was not too cocky to say, you know, he was too good to get a side job because look, you know, six, seven months without getting paid as you know, when you're out of college, that's not, that's never fun. So he was humble enough to get a little side job while he was training, while he was putting in the work and he just stayed ready. Um, and then in the fall of 2020, we were very close with a, with a solid team in Austria that I thought could have opened up some doors. I knew that he could help the team. And that last minute after the coach and the GM said that they were interested, the coach got back to us and said, Hey, you know, I, I, I don't think he's in good enough shape. Um, which, which was tough. It was tough for, for, for me to hear again and tough for Anthony to hear. And so that was a huge point where Anthony had a decision to make. He could have said, Hey, you know, like all these coaches think I'm out of shape. I'm just going to pack it in. And he said, no, I'm, I'm going to bust my ass and work at it and use it as fuel. And that's what he did. And so fast forward until January, February timeframe of this year, 2021, we had a couple interesting conversations from some leagues that, uh, you know, we're going to start in the summer 
And uh, there was one in particular in Australia that I really thought would be the best fit. And I'm close with the GM and, and, and got to meet the head coach. And um, it, it, we, we knew that if this opportunity presented itself, it was going to be the next best step for him. And all we were doing is waiting for the visa to come through. And so that visa got approved. And as I mentioned in the previous episode, I think last week, he is out in Australia right now preparing for um, training camp for this team. Obviously, we're not going to say it yet because it's not public information, but I am, I'm super happy for him. Uh, because he deserves it. He put in the work. And one of the last things that I said to him before before he left was uh, it was a response to a to a, a social media uh, video I saw or something his trainer posted. I said, man, I said, AJ, you're looking super lean. Like he was just looking, looking super lean, ready to roll, putting in the work. And, and he said, yes. He said, I know I am. He said, no one will ever tell me again that I'm overweight or out of shape. And I'm like, Man, that's, 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 that's amazing. So I'm super happy for him. He's going to have a fantastic year in Australia um, with, with, uh, with a situation that I trust. I know he's going to not only be one of the best bigs in the league, if not the best big in the league, he's going to help the team win and he's going to continue to develop because doors will open after this season. And, uh, you know, he's going to have opportunities that he has earned for himself. And I'm just, I'm just proud of him for sticking through it. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful to him for, for trusting me and, and being loyal to me. Uh, a lot of players uh, can't say the same thing, you know, sitting at home in the summer uh, in, in after COVID last summer, blaming agents instead of looking in the mirror. Um, that's, that's not Anthony. He stuck with it. He was loyal to the process. He was loyal to me. And, you know, I hope for him that, that, that he's going to play professional basketball for 15 more years. And even if he doesn't, uh, I know that he has the personality, the drive, the IQ, the work ethic, the brains, the communication skills, uh, to do whatever he wants in life, honestly, whatever he wants after basketball. If that means, you know, next year he comes to me and says, Hey, I want to pursue something else. So be it. I'm going to be here as a resource to help him do that. And, and you know, what I think is going to happen, he's going to come to me and say, hey, I love this. Let's keep going with it. And he's going to continue to earn himself opportunity after opportunity by the way that he performs on the court. And I hope that he makes millions of dollars over the next, uh, you know, decade playing professional basketball. But the point is, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of him. I'm super happy for him. You know, he's he's taken the path that a lot of players have to take at at, at his at his level, let's say, you know, that borderline G League outside of the NBA radar level as a rookie, and 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 he's earned it for himself, and he's going to continue to 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 knock down any obstacles that come in his way, uh, and 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 he's almost there. He's going to continue to prove it, and he's going to stay consistent. And I know doors will open up for him. So, so that is uh that is the episode on Anthony Green. He's uh he's a KTA guy from the start, and uh, just super happy that I can play a small role in his uh, in his career. Hope you enjoyed that one. If you want to find out anything else about Anthony, hit me up. If you're a coach, a scout, or a GM listening to this, please uh, reach out to me. I'll send you some more highlights, and I'll uh, I'll keep you posted on uh, on how it goes in Australia because we'll definitely be getting him back to Europe uh, for the for the next season, the 2021-2022 European season. So, looking forward to sharing more about some KTA clients as uh, as the weeks come along and as as some more contracts come in. But this one was Anthony Green for you. Hope you have an awesome day. We'll see you back here at six in the morning tomorrow. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. 
As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.